Welcome. Welcome to another episode, another episode of the Love Change Podcast. Here we are again. Lovely Kay doing her hair. I'm more present, snowing outside. Not doing his hair. <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? If you're watching, you care about change. You know it's not always easy. You know it can be more difficult and messy than we'd like to admit. But still, it's the best thing out there. Change. And we like to talk about it as honest as possible and really tune in into all the growing pains and all the itchiness that comes with it. I'm going to leave you on the mic, see how that goes. <laughs> Change things up. All jokes aside, today's topic is all about shifting your attention. When you're going through changes, whether it's uh, embarking on the future, whether you're dealing with something uh, paramount, there's always things you like more than the others. There are things that you don't like, and you say use big words like hate. Um, how do you shift your attention? How do you keep yourself in a good spirit? Um, they always say uh, it's a thing, the silver lining. Seeing, seeing the, the brightness in the dark. It's a skill set. And today we're going to be talking about how you can practice shifting your attention in that sense. What do you think about the topic? Kay? I think it's really interesting. Like uh, whatever you have in front of you when you're facing change. And like if you look out of a pretty discomfort perspective on something, then you can make things really big in your head. Mm-hmm. So that is really difficult, and I think we all have experienced that a couple of times, that sometimes you're just like skirting around something because like, you think it's going to be so bad to do it, and it's going to bring so much Just bad some examples, because you're being vague um, as always. Let's put the <laughs> hammer on the nails. Let's drop the examples from you Thank recently. Thank you, I don't have an example right now. No? <laughs> no. That's why How about you uh, closing off the month last, last, last week? Okay, that's a good one. Um... But it doesn't really fit in my example, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's about what you pay attention to. Yeah, but I was more like making things bigger than they actually are. I don't know, if you skirt around calling someone because you have to bring on a not-so-nice message. No, let's, save that, uh, let's save that example. Yeah. But here we have a real-life example where you say you were making some things bigger than they were, or actually zooming in on the negative thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's a better way of describing it, zooming in on the negative and just seeing one result instead of seeing the bigger picture. So elaborate on that. What was what was the, <laughs> the situation so people me know? me being grumpy. Yeah, it's normal. But, people get grumpy. Yeah, I agree. It was me being grumpy about closing off the month, not hitting my goals as I had them in mind and uh, overlooking on all the prospects they have. And uh, all the positivity that is coming my way. So I think that was a yeah, it was a good example to just like zoom in too much instead of taking a burst, and what, burst what, perspective. What made you uh, um, slide down the this thing that is not what I want it to be and forget all the rest? You know? Sometimes I can just forget and just look at one thing. Just cut it out. Put it in front of me and just stare at that. Mm. And that's exactly what it was. Instead of seeing more aspects to it and be like, hey, okay, maybe you didn't hit your goals, but in a bigger sense, you achieved that, 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 that you maybe didn't have on your list, but actually that happened as well. 
Mm. I didn't plan to do it this month. And if you look at that uh, behavior that you say, sometimes I just grab one piece and put that on the pedestal and don't look at anything else. Where do you see yourself doing that more? Or like, how, how do you say like it's something I do? I think if I just, uh, if I'm not in a good mood in general, that's something I can grab to. Okay. And just like find the negative in something. That's that's a very good recipe to find something negative so it's, in it something. So it starts with a bad mood? Yeah, I can. Yeah, I can. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah. I would think that actually this is what makes your mood bad. I don't know. It can be both ways, I guess. It's difficult to say. Okay. Yeah. So sometimes when you're in a bad mood... I don't know, I'm just kind of like looking for errors, you know? Mm. Looking for something and that... And how, how do you shift out, out of that? Um, I mean, we had a <laughs> interesting talk about it, so I think that really helped and... Uh, well, besides uh, talking with me, like if you look at yourself... Um, I, I sit down and I count my blessings. That really helps. Mm. To be like, okay, that's on the negative side, but what is on the positive? And if you put that down on a piece of paper, you're like, yeah, actually. And you're, the plus you're, you're side able is to do that when you're in a bad mood? Not always, definitely not. Okay. Yeah, but um, I'm learning, I'm trying, I'm erroring and trying again. Okay. Yeah. So you care about today's topic? I do. Okay. <laughs> a bit. And when are moments that you actually saw yourself looking at the negative and then you were able to really shift out of it? Can you name an example? Not right now, no. Okay. We were going to strike you on a forgetful note. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. It happens. It happens. I also had an off day in that sense. I think from my perspective, um, Yeah, it's, it's easy yeah, to, it's easy to let's use some examples. Uh, you always the better person with examples. No, I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I think if you catch me like in the moment, it's very sometimes shut you down. Eh? It's shut just you. difficult to recall. And then I, yeah, yeah. Shut you down. Come there you go. Restart again. <laughs> take time. Take your time. Restart. It's all right. Go ahead. Um, big example, I would say. That maybe people can relate to is uh, losing your job, like boom, from one way to the other. You're like, oh no, oh no. Like, and I think this is recognizable in the sense that everybody's been through it. That first you hit, you're hit with distress, like oh no, where am I gonna find my next job? I'm gonna miss my colleagues, like all the things that you're missing out on, mm-hmm. and then. Whether it's naturally by yourself or with talking with people you know, you're like, hey, actually, I didn't like the commute anyways, and I was stuck in that position for this time, and maybe there are better things there out there for me, and, and you shift it for yourself. Um, I think that example, to be able to, like, whenever I hear somebody talking about losing their job, I congratulate them. <laughs> Because it's because it's an opportunity for change, for change and for growth and for growth and the the zooming in on the negative things is actually something that is built in our system 
This is how we survive. That's why the news is filled with negative stuff. It's because that draws our attention. Um, shifting your attention away from the negative actually is, I think, very important if you're talking about being sustainable and when you're trying to do hard things. Um, when you're like looking at all the things that haven't succeeded and all the things that still need to happen, you're like, oh no, this is super overwhelming. I can't deal with this. I cannot come up with it. But like accumulating little wins and then compounding your little successes and really spending time and energy on focusing on what is working and what is actually maybe taken for granted. But without that, you would be way worse off. It's a bit reverse psychology that that, that is helpful, but not always easy to do. And I think the, the reason why it's not easy to do is because we're talking about an, a mental and an emotional process at the same time. So mentally, you can be like, let me count my blessings. But if you're emotionally still upset about what's going on, then it's not going to really work. It's not going to resonate. So I think the first, and I'm bad at that, honestly, myself, is to really be bummed out. Like you having your grumpy day or like, yeah, you didn't hit your target. And that's upsetting because there was a reason you had that target. There's something lined up behind that target. So it's a lot of effort and thought going into that target and not hitting it. Is uh, What feeling would you relate to that? Sadness, disappointment, almost being a bit angry. Mm, frustration. Also, yeah, disappointed in myself. Mm. So I feel like in first place, you really hit rock bottom. You really like go full down, mm. you know, and you just like, yeah, you super, like you dip just in first place. And then yeah. you can sit in it and the decision is yours to really decide I think how long that's, you marinated that. That's the important part. If you don't allow yourself to feel those feelings, Mm-hmm. to say hey I'm super disappointed and I'm upset and also a bit angry and just like let those emotions pass through you um, it's going to prevent you from being able to pick yourself up again so if you're going to be like oh I didn't hit my target but I'm going to try harder next month you're going to take that frustration with you you pretend that you just like overcome yeah. it, but it doesn't happen. That's why I found that conversation really interesting. Because you're like, I don't know what to do with that. Uh, me being grumpy, yeah. but I really needed that. I really needed to like get to a point where I was just annoyed by myself yeah. for this behavior. And then I was like, okay, that was my marinating period. That was enough. Now I can yeah. move on. Yeah. Be like, okay, now you can move and see what else you can do the next month. Yeah, so as much as it is important that you acknowledge your need to ventilate those emotions, then when those emotions are out, then actually the emotional body is done. It's it's, it's released, it's finished. Yeah. And then it's actually an attention thing of watching where your mind goes. Does your mind keep playing the same song? Mm -hmm. Oh, we didn't hit our target. Oh, this sucks. Oh, I've been putting so much effort. I suck. So disappointing. Why am I doing all this? Two weeks later, you quit. You're like, oh, can't do this. Well, actually, in that moment, after you've had the emotional 
release, release to really consciously what you say count your blessings or kind of compound your successes and really look at all the things that did go right then you're suddenly able to shift your emotion into a more yeah positive state productive state almost yeah like and and that's i think the what i'm for instance bad at is acknowledging the feeling in the moment Mm-hmm. So I drag them around for a while and, and then after the fact I might be dealing with them. Yeah. And if I don't deal with the emotions then I might be mentally looking at all the bright things but emotionally I'm still negative. You know because I haven't yeah I haven't released that. So as much as the mindfulness practices meditation all these things like if you think a buddhist monk doesn't get angry then you're kind of lying to yourself and the monk because in releasing those emotions he's able to observe them and not uh, think that he has those emotions but they're just things passing through him i think the connection is just very close it's really observing those thoughts and you're going to see it with yourself if you are in this negative soup and sauce swimming around yeah. you really gotta observe yourself even more to see those thoughts coming and coming but once you really start to see that you're like ah i don't want that no that's not my thought and then you start to really take it apart and be like no i don't want to have those thoughts because the more you sit in that the more natural that just sounds to you because you're upset so it's like your head telling you that you're worthless and you're not doing great it's going to just sound familiar mm-hmm. because that's how you're charged in that moment, right? Yeah. So to really observe it and be like, no, that's actually not my thought. That's a thought, but it doesn't belong to me. Yeah. It's difficult because it's very conscious in the first place. And at mm-hmm. some point you can really separate it. But to like process yourself into this observation mode, I find that is a difficult one because you are one with it. You really sit in it. Yeah, yeah but that's, that's why... That's why um, I believe that you don't need to per se observe yourself to be able to do these things. I think for me, best example, last Saturday, I woke up, super painful neck, slept wrong, just hurting. I have been training myself for many years now to not pay attention to pain. So I diverted my attention to other things, but I was just hurting throughout the day. You saw me, I had a short fuse, I was a bit yeah. grumpy, I was making elephants out of bugs. And in that sense, what I was ignoring was showing up in where my attention was going. You know? Yeah, acknowledging that part, right? Yeah, and, and as soon as I acknowledged, like, hey, I have a painful neck, really painful day, let's pay attention to that, let's try to do something about that, then everything wasn't so bad anymore and when i say i'm bad at it it's because today also for instance after working out i was super tired i was like no i'm not gonna be chilling all day i'm gonna sit and work did a couple of things and then my focus just dropped because of the fatigue in my body again me failing to acknowledge that because i was like okay i already rested to be like okay you need more rest so to really meet your emotional and physical needs allows you to shift your attention from negative stuff to positive stuff. Yeah. That, that's what I think. I think 
in that sense if you're talking about going through a super bad situation like right now plenty of people are losing people okay people are getting sick people are passing away it's difficult to tell such a person hey be happy that they went easily or that you're still here or that you are still no there is grief going on okay and in that grief there is a need emotionally and physically to ventilate that yeah. when that process is initiated then the opportunity is there for you to shift your attention to more positive things yeah. but before that i think it's very uh, superficial yeah it's like trying to drown something it's just gonna yeah, pop off nice i think the the pain example is what i had on my list because it's in general chronic chronic pain that you're dealing with. Mm. That's the best example. You can tell yourself, I'm good, and distract yourself. But that is just screaming for attention. It's not going to just disappear because you ignore it. It's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like coming out in different places. So you're being short-fused, you're being grumpy, mm. you're making an elephant out of a bug, yeah. whatever. But those things are signs that this is trying to creep out. Mm. You just don't allow it in allowing the emotions or speaking it out or whatever mm. you would name it. And I think that's really interesting because, yeah. Just gotta open that outlet. However much you open the outlet. Well, I think for me place. the difficult part about it is how much, because I'm constantly in pain, mm -hmm. and it variates in levels. Yeah. So for me to be constantly talking about pain, I would bore bore myself. Yeah, but I guess your zero line is just on a different level. So yeah, that's what and it then is. when it surpasses that, uh, at times I am not. Uh, how do you say it? Um, I'm too practiced in ignoring it. Exactly. Yeah, then it's if my, it's why my default. Like, my default is don't pay attention to it. Well, if you hurt yourself, mm -hmm. your full attention goes to your pain, mm -hmm. which is normal. That's how people operate when there's pain. But I also have it just for a moment. If I hit myself, mm -hmm. like I hit my yeah, hip yeah, last yeah, time, yeah, yeah. I just started crying immediately. Yeah. I just like couldn't. But there was what five seconds, and that was it. And that works if you once in a while bump yourself and have yeah. pain. Otherwise, for me, my whole outlook of life would be a grim place because yeah. of, and it becomes a grim place in winter. That's why this this flip back of the weather also hits me emotionally because I'm like, well, I just went through this whole passage of keeping my spirit up, and finally the sun is there and I can be like, oh, this was a long winter. But we're done with it. And, and then it's, winter is back. So it definitely hits me because um, it is also not my default to ignore pain. It is a conscious act. It's a decision. It's a practice. It's something that costs a lot of energy. Yeah, and it took a long while now to go through it the whole winter. Mm. And you've been kind of like putting a check on the checkbox. Done with it, and then when it comes back, it's just mm. like super in your face again. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think in those moments, the, the shifting of attention in that sense, really, I notice myself that I struggle with it if I don't acknowledge mm -hmm. the need that I have within whatever that is negative. But would you say you need to acknowledge like the whole spectrum and then just find just find the level for yourself to voice it? Or how would you phrase it the best? I think the, the best way to phrase it is just not to ignore it. 
Like mm -hmm. if I have a painful neck, I ju I'm just like, I'm not going to pay attention to you. While it's my neck, my head sits on it. It's like <laughs> all it's the time. It's kind of obvious, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's all the time there. So uh, giving it a massage, doing something with it. But imagine that something kicks in in the middle of the night, kind of tries you to wake you up mm -hmm. and you ignore it from your subconscious until the moment you wake up and as soon as I open my eyes it's there and I'm like okay this is gonna be one of those days mm -hmm. to be like okay then this deserves my time and attention and, and I need to do something with it that is I think for me the biggest step because otherwise yeah I have plenty of pains that I just shrug off in the sense that um, It doesn't pull me down as much. Yeah. When when I'm dealing with nerve pain for a couple of hours, then at some point I need to do something with it, but I won't. And that's my constant battle. Um, but I'm not sure how much pain is relatable for, for everybody uh, as a positive, negative thing. I think a lot of people, what I see in, in coaching is... Um, anxiousness so like thinking of worst case scenarios being scared of certain outcomes all these uh, downsides to things that you're trying to achieve but might seem scary the the, the things that could go wrong those a lot of times uh, prevent you from stepping into what can go right they hold you back like you use the example of your uh, launching your shop before it was ready mm -hmm. because it's not done and what people think and a certain reputation yeah. to lose all that stuff not thinking of all the opportunities that yeah. are there absolutely and I think as much as it is important for you to practice shifting your attention yourself it's also valuable valuable to be surrounded by people who do that with you yeah. Like if, if if you're surrounded by people who take a positive look on life, mm -hmm. then it will help you to shift away from all your own negative thoughts. Yeah, who also remind you of also like um, honest enough and will allow their honesty to remind you of that, mm -hmm. you know, and really allow yourself also to cheer, make them cheer you up, whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think that's also important. Like you can stay in your juice and be like, no. Mm. If you want to do that, of course, but also if someone like points that out, it's interesting what your mind is doing. Yeah, that was interesting about our conversation when you were being grumpy, mm -hmm. that you were like, yeah, you can also just make a joke about it. Yeah. Just to... Yeah, I kind of really didn't like myself at some point. That's what I, what, like, what I need to get. Well, I'm like, yeah, I just get annoyed by myself and the way I am and the way I show up. And then I'm done with it. So I guess if someone points it out by making jokes, I'd be like, yeah, well, so right. It's I can also imagine so. that just going completely wrong. Yeah, I could, could. Some people were like, when, when you're here. It's, it's worth thank, trying. Thank you very much <laughs> for sending me Chance to the mind field. <laughs> you know what you could do? Play with fire.
What's the worst thing that can happen? It explodes in your face. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Thank the you. invite is on the table. Very, very hospitable of you to be here. How about you make... All the men can relate right now. I'm like, no. No, no make, thank you. Don't make jokes. My girlfriend told me that, no. No, to make jokes about somebody being upset. <laughs> I think it's a very dangerous game. It depends, I guess. I would like to experience it and see. I will. I will do it because <laughs> I, I have no We're fear of death. We're gonna tell you at some point. <laughs> I'm not afraid of dying, but uh, no, I think this is the thing that we were experiencing: is that you were grumpy, but you were also fighting being grumpy because you. Were, I was like, go for a walk, take a breather. Do I was something. not fighting being grumpy. I was fighting to reframe grumpiness. Yeah, but also... I wanted like, to stay in the grumpy mood. Yeah, yeah, but the grumpy mood uh, had to happen <laughs> at the table. Yeah, it had to happen. Yeah, you didn't want to deal with that. You'd be like, get this grumpy woman out of the house, go for a walk and phrase it, which was a good intention to like tell no, me... No, but hey. also like if you're grumpy, maybe it's better to be grumpy... Like, what is a good way to be grumpy? You know? <laughs> not behind the computer looking at your to-do list. <laughs> Maybe not. Yeah. <laughs> but if you, like, consciously want to be grumpy, this is the best way. I did way. not know this, this was such a, a conscious acting. <laughs> achievements of the day to get super yeah. frustrating. <laughs> to get, like, uber grumpy. <laughs> Please send me a calendar invite, then I disappear that day. Oh, my God. Such struggle. <laughs> Such struggle. That's what you get. <laughs> nah, but I don't know. I'm curious about people's experiences because I see it. I see it quite often around me, and I can do it myself as well to um, actually focus in on the negative stuff. Mm-hmm. And this thing we're talking about, the silver lining, to be able to shift your attention. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, to, to some it comes naturally, uh, to others it's a very difficult uh, practice. Mm-hmm. And the difference in the end is uh, how much joy you experience in life. Like, do you think every day you wake up that life is full of adversity and you're like constantly battling it out? Mm-hmm. Or, or are you in the you win some, you lose some camp? Or are you even in the camp that you don't even see a competition you see a dance you see a play and you're you're living life joyfully mm-hmm. not uh, dealing with the identification of like this is positive this is negative the judgment and, is yeah. kind of either the judgment is there the judgment is not that makes a big difference like the the um Post that you prepared about lockdown and all the negative thoughts that you can have towards it, mm. and what it means and how annoying it is and how shitty and how shitty it is for me, etc., etc. You're just like that's just what it is. It's equal for everyone, so it's also just like rain. Mm. It's equal for everyone, at least in this region right now. Mm. So it's uh, yeah, you can decide no, when you face that. It is, I think, to be able to enjoy the rain, you need to acknowledge that you're getting wet. Yeah. You know, yeah. you cannot ignore that fact and be like, oh, this is fun. No, you really have to notice the drops hitting you in the face, your shoes getting wet to be like, okay, and I'm acknowledging these feelings. Yeah. And is this yeah, convenient? Maybe not. 
but it is a nice showing of nature. This is the planet, it's how it works. And with COVID also, it's not to say that you shouldn't be tired or you shouldn't be longing for life the way it was. Actually acknowledging what you are missing, acknowledging how you feel about the current situation, but truly ventilating those emotions. And that could be drawing it out, writing about it, uh, singing a song about it. I don't know how you express your emotions best, but to really get an emotional release and then your mind can readjust and be like, hey, actually, now I have more attention for my close ones or actually I've been able to read that book that I always wanted to read and start looking at what is positive about your situation. Yeah, you kind of free up some space in your yeah, head. You really need to do that. that the, the, the ventilation is exactly this. Like You just make space, yeah. neutral space for something else to replace what was there. Yeah. And that is important. Otherwise, it just compresses. Yeah, I think that's a great takeaway. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, right. You want to close it off? You're the close-off queen? I'm the close-off queen. Thank you so much. We have enjoyed this episode. <laughs> look at them. Look at them. It's very difficult because when I look at you in the camera, so that's kind of weird. But thank you very much time. for tuning in. We enjoyed that episode. Amor and me. We do that every week, so you can tune in and either watch us with video or without. Um, we stream live on YouTube and otherwise you find us on every it's a lie. channel. It's a lie. We're not live on YouTube. We're live on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. But you can subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Music. Do your homework as the close-off <laughs> queen, man. But we are with video on YouTube, Instagram and Facebook. That's all we are. Thanks everybody Thank you so for much. tuning in. Have a good night and we see you next time. Bye bye. Love change out. Bye bye.